Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. We have the wonderful Bob Reed with us here today for Song of the Soul. A couple weeks ago, we were graced with the presence of Bob's partner, Judy Jagger. So you may well have heard at least a bit of his voice and music on that show. But there's much more to hear and be inspired by today. Music is deep in Bob's genetics, and the gift was nurtured in him by the folk music community around San Francisco. And Bob has generously passed the music and inspiration on to generations of kids in schools for decades now, and also to adults. His songs will lodge deeply in your heart as Bob Reed joins us now via Zoom from California. Bob, it's wonderful to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. It's so wonderful to be here. In the lead up to preparing for this interview, you told me that this is a show you'd love to be doing. If you did it, who would be your first guest? Bill Harley. But he's across the entire land, 3,000 miles away from you. Why would you grab him? Well, he's he's one of my brothers. We spent some time initially on the uh, Clearwater together on the Hudson River in New York. We've been connected ever since. He recorded one of my most spiritual songs, actually. There's a light in you. Actually, that's how I got to know that song. I'd heard it. I thought it was his naturally. Yeah, I don't know what it was eight years ago or something. I interviewed him. And that song seemed perfectly Quaker to me. Right. As a matter of fact, when I played your song for my wife recently, she said, oh, this Bob Reed guy, is he Quaker? Because of the use of light as a primary metaphor for the divine is so typically Quaker. Certainly, it's not Quakers, the only ones who do that. What's your background? I was raised Unitarian. Back in the 50s, my family joined a fellowship of probably 25 families that got together and created a a little island. We were there because our family had integrated a white neighborhood in Walnut Creek. A lot of the allies that my parents had during that time were Unitarian. It's on your website. I've seen it two different ways that you're either a fourth generation Californian or fifth generation Californian of African Americans, Native Americans, French, Spanish, German, and Jewish descent. So could you say something to me in each of the languages of those forebears? See. Okay, you got you got Spanish down. Okay, we <laughs> nailed that one. We. Oui. Okay, you got French. <laughs> da. Come on, you da. can do German. <laughs> Jewish, you got to, you know, must know some songs in Hebrew, don't you? Right? Yeah, not really. You know, one of the things that I've learned in being so multiracial or cultural is how, uh, well, that's where there's a light in you came from. Someone I knew had written a song about being black or being red or being yellow or being white. And I thought, well, I am none or all of those things. So, I don't get to find a category for myself. There's no category for me. So I wrote There's a Light in You about the commonality, about that thing in all of us, something we, can, we all share. 
I hear Native American. Do you know which tribes specifically and where's that? Choctaw and Seminole. And the African-American influence, where does that come from or where's that connection? Both sides of my family. My father's family, they were slaves in Virginia when the Civil War was happening. My great-great-great-grandfather and my great-great-great-grandmother were owned by their parents, by their fathers. And when the Civil War was going to happen, they were given their freedom. Their fathers understood that the Civil War was going to be fought in Virginia, so they sent their white family to Connecticut and allowed their colored children to come to California. And that's when my ancestors came to California in 1860. And then on my mother's side, my mother's Creole from New Orleans, pretty mixed. Her great-grandmother had been a person who had been enslaved. My father was the first black football player at the University of San Francisco. He was a a football player who had been a, a high school star. But in the 1930s, the NFL was not signing any black football players. So he played in a professional league that was integrated on the West Coast, the Pacific Coast League. You know, his skin color is about the same as mine. Have you had to deal with racism directed towards you during your life too? Oh, yes. When I grew up and when we moved into our house, my parents built the house. But first off, when they went to buy the property, it was not available as soon as they saw my father. And they finally had to have a friend that was white purchase the property and transfer it to them. That's how we got the property. And then when they built the house, they'd find notes on the lumber telling them that people did not want us there and telling us to get out. I grew up with people throwing rocks at the house in the middle of the night. And I thought it just happened to everybody. And every once in a while, somebody yelled nigger from a car or window. Or For the most part, I felt pretty much like everybody else. Yeah. As you said, with the mix that you have, Hispanic and French, North Native American, everything, I, I have no idea what I'd classify you as opposed to my experience. I lived in Africa, West Africa, for two years in the Peace Corps. I was the white person in my village, right? Sure. Talk about sticking out like a yeah. or sore thumb or something. <laughs> yeah, I think most people tend to just think I'm whatever they are. I tend to get included more than I get excluded. Growing up, my father, he owned a record store in, uh, in West Berkeley. And the only person that was white that ever walked into that store was delivering the mail. So when I'd go to my father's store, I'd have a whole different experience than when I go to school or hang out in Walnut Creek out in the suburbs. So I was aware of this duality that people on both sides of the hill had great misunderstandings of the other. And I think that's one of the reasons that I tend to see myself as a bridge or a bridge builder. What you've been doing in schools and for kids for 45 years or so. So your father has a record store. I understand your mom actually performed in coffee houses in the 60s. Bigger than coffee houses. My mom, she used to do singer-songwriter concerts with Malvina Reynolds and country Joe McDonald before he was with the fish and Bill Steele and... They do these singer-songwriter concerts around the San Francisco Bay Area. And then at one point, my mom, she kind of got discovered and went back to New York. Audition set up at the Village Vanguard and was going to do the Dick Cavett show and was being coached by Milt Oaken, who was Peter, Paul, and Mary's arranger. And then she just decided not to do that. She just came home and bailed on that career. But she passed it on to her son. Did she pass it on to anyone else? Well, she still is. Her recordings are just 
resurfacing. She probably didn't play for 40 years, I guess. And now some of her old recordings are, are surfacing. So she's still having an effect. Did she nurture the music in you? Oh, yes. Well, my mother's from New Orleans. So everybody in her family was musical. My grandfather was a great musician, played stride piano and cornet down in New Orleans. And I grew up in this record store. My father promoted gospel concerts with uh, the Staple Singers and the Mighty Clouds of Joy and Aretha Franklin. Actually, my father was responsible for Aretha's first recording when she was 16 years old. <laughs> well, let's get started with your music, Bob. What should we share first? We talked about There's a Light in You. Let's play that. Okay. Now, again, it was through Bill Harley that I was exposed to this song the first time. He's recorded it and other people, including David Grover and others. But this recording is wow. Not only did you get kids to sing and sing well, I was wondering the kids that were singing in it, did you borrow Peter Alsop's daughters? I, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, that has been one of my great pleasures is showing kids that they can sing. I had a course about 40 kids for many years and you didn't have to audition. You just had to ask me if you could be in the choir and you had to know the songs. That was it. I didn't care if you could sing or not. Everybody could sing. Finally, a choir I could have been in. And we're going to listen to the song directly, but you've got Pete Seeger singing in here, and there's a woman, and I don't recognize her voice. That's Faith Petrick. Faith Petrick was kind of the earth mother of the San Francisco Folk Music Club for many, many years. They met at her house every other Friday night since about 1950, I guess, something like that. That was kind of my entry into that particular world. My mother had been doing concerts with Malvina Reynolds, and they were close friends. And one day, Malvina needed a ride to Faith's on a Friday night. And so I said, well, I'll give her a ride. So I took Malvina over to Faith's house, and we sat in Faith's living room, and I just heard all these wonderful musicians, Larry Hanks and Jenny Haley, and oh, just and they would have a topic like rivers and everybody would go out and find the most obscure, great song they could about rivers. And Faith kind of adopted me. We're diving in now with Bob Reed's first song for his Song of the Soul. We're starting out with Dynamite. There's a light in you. If you listen closely, you can hear David Grover and Bill Harley and David Roth, Kim Saunders, some great singers, Heather Houston. There's a light in me, there's a light in you Whatever language you speak, whatever your point of view Whatever people may say, whatever people may do There's a light in you, you must let the light shine through I am short, he is tall But it doesn't matter if I'm small Whatever size I happen to be, there's a light in me. Please take the time to see. There's a light in me, there's a light in you. Whatever language you speak, whatever your point of view, whatever people may say, whatever people may do, there's a light in you. You must let the light shine through. Are blue, 
point of view. Whatever our hopes, our wishes, and dreams, there's a light that beams. We're closer than it seems. There's a light in me. There's a light in you. Whatever language you speak, whatever your point of view, whatever people may say, whatever people may do, there's a light in. To play, the others wanna sit. At times it's hard, I must admit. I hope she doesn't quit. She's gotta keep it lit. There's a light in me. There's a light in you. Whatever language you speak, whatever your point of view, whatever people may say, whatever people may do, there's a light. In When the world is looking grim, it can happen to her. It can happen to him. That's when you need that light to glow. Come on and let it show. It's brighter than you know. There's a light in me. There's a light in you. Whatever language you speak. Whatever your point of view, people may say, whatever people may do, there's a light in you. You must let the light shine through. When the sun has left the sky, bringing darkness to the eye, the night reveals what can't be seen in the day. A glorious display. There's a light in me. There's a light in you. Whatever language you speak, whatever your point of view, whatever people may say, whatever people may do, there's a light in you. You must let the light shine through. There's a light in me. There's a light in you. Whatever language you speak, whatever your point of view, whatever people may say, whatever people may do, there's a light in you. You must let the light shine through. Let it shine. There's a light in me. There's a light in you. Whatever language you speak, whatever your point of view, whatever people may say, whatever people may do. There's a light in you. You must let the light shine through.
wonderful song is called there's a light in you it's by bob reed best website to find him these days is at jagerreedmusic.com jager is j-a-e-g-e-r reed is r-e-i-d jagerreedmusic.com the links on northern spirit radio.org you'll find bob reed and also judy jager there and that song there's a light in you what year was it recorded do you know and i mean you still you've got pete seeger who's been dead for several years now and i don't have any idea what your faith passed she passed between toshi and pete toshi died first and then i think i was singing at toshi's memorial when faith died and then pete died i think the next year so not so long ago you made this recording well, no, it, it took a long time. That recording was was a long time happening. I hauled, hauled my hard disk recorder around to different people's houses. I recorded that at Bill's house and at David's house and at Pete's house and in the recording studio as well. But I had written that song back in the 90s and Bill was out doing a concert and he was staying at our house and I played the song for him and he said, oh, Quakers love that song. I said, well, it's not, it's not finished yet. He said, yeah, it is. It's done, Bob. (laughs) In your Unitarian experience, was light used as much? I mean, of course, you know, this will light a mind, I'm going to let it shine, right? That's where it came from. Well, and the Unitarians, right, instead of a cross, they use a chalice. They use a, a flame. So that was the imagery. Did Bill Harley ever share with you the song? It's it's called a George Fox song. There's a light that's been shining since the world began. There's a light that's shining in each woman and each man. There's a light that is shining in the Turk and the Jew. There's a light that is shining, friend, in me and in you. I mean, talk about neighboring pieces. You have to do a medley of the two somehow. I've heard that song, yeah. let's go on to another song right away we're not going to have time to put in all six of the songs that i'm sure you want to share today and so folks you should be aware that there will be some bonus excerpts that we're not able to include in this broadcast only 55 minutes so remember to go to nordenspiritradio.org to hear the bonus excerpts so what's next how about oh what a morning Again, you're going to pick another absolutely beautiful song. There isn't a clunker that I've heard by you yet, but this one in particular, I could just see in a group singing it. You and Judy sing this one together so wonderfully. Did you write this song already knowing that Judy would be singing it with you? or Because you, it's not a solo song. This song was written for a large group to sing. It has even more parts than we recorded, but this is the way we perform it. Judy gets the audience singing her part, and then I sing my part along with the audience. So she's kind of taking the place of the audience. This, again, was the first song that kind of comes to mind when I thought about your radio program and the radio program that I would do. I think my music is all about the soul. I think that's one of the things I carry from not so much my formal Unitarian upbringing, but 
one of the things I value most about that upbringing was that they, what they told me was, you know what? It's whatever you think it is, whatever this God or this being, whatever that thing is, whatever this your, mystery, mystery is the word. Yeah. You whatever use. your concept is, is up to you. Nobody can tell you what it is. That's yours to find. And so I've taken that to heart and felt buoyed by that support. Well, this is certainly a song to buoy your spirit, folks. It's called Oh, What a Morning. Here's a performance of Judy Jager and Bob Reed together. Bob Reed with us here today for Song of the Soul. Be ready to go off to glory singing. Oh, what a morning. Sing along. Reason 
But I know that it's right here In each note that we play Oh, what a morning, what a beautiful morning Oh, what a morning, what a beautiful day Don't know what lies on beyond the horizon Into the mystery, I'm on my way Oh, what a morning, what a beautiful morning Oh, what a morning, what a beautiful day Don't know what lies on beyond the horizon Into the mystery, I'm on my way Into the mystery, I'm on my way Into the mystery, I'm on my way hope folks that you're as uplifted by that song as i am it certainly does great things for me oh what a morning bob reed here today for song of the soul our website is northernspiritradio.org and on that site you can find a link to the site you check out for bob jaggerreadmusic.com rather than spell that all the time just keep in mind northernspiritradio.org you'll get the connection to bob reed and to judy jagger And again, that's a glorious song, Bob. It's got the upbeat. It's got the mystery. You know, Let the Mystery Be. That's a song I'm pretty sure you know. And mystery and light are perfect words to use for the divine in my Quaker tradition from your Unitarian tradition. It it intersects perfectly. Are you a morning person? I am. How can you be a morning person when, if you're a musician, you have to stay up to two, three in the morning singing? Well, for many years, I just did schools. I found that when I was playing in those late night places, for many years I did, I didn't like who I had to be to be good at it. And I didn't like the competition. Many of the places that I was playing were were bars. And if you're spending a lot of time in bars, you can get a little depressing view of the world. And then I found this opportunity to play for children, this whole population of people who still kind of believed that you're supposed to do the right thing. Whereas most adults that I encountered had given up on that idea. These kids, you know, if you don't do the right thing, you get punished. You're supposed to do the right thing. So my music found a place to kind of validate their experience. Because when I was a kid, most of the adults that I encountered didn't see me, but a few did. And I promised myself that when I grew up, I was going to be one of those adults who saw those kids. A friend, he used to describe how as a child, he used to draw pictures of adults. And he noticed that there are always these two holes in the faces of the adults. And he'd say, well, that's their nose because they never looked down. They never came down to his level, to the kid's level to see them straight on. All you see is the nostrils, huh? (laughs) Yeah. And I thought, I don't want to be one of those nostril adults. But that world of children's music was a refuge for me. My understanding is that you started doing these children-type programs, the youth programs around 1976. Have you kept that up till today? I mean, with COVID the last year, I imagine that wasn't happening or could happen much less. What has been your continuing involvement with the youth? I still do do school assemblies and classrooms since COVID, we haven't done any, but we've we've done some videos. Yeah, Judy and I, we do children's programs together. So that's been fun. I can do things that I couldn't do normally with Judy. I've never stopped doing it, but I've never stopped doing the music for adults as well. 
First of all, I want to remind folks that you are listening to Song of the Soul. My guest today is Bob Reed. You'll find a link to him and his site, jagerreedmusic.com on northernspiritradio.org, along with links to all of my guests the last almost 16 years on my site, so you don't have to memorize them. Just come visit, search. You can listen to all those interviews, Spirit in Action, and Song of the Soul programs that I've done for those years. On my site, you can post comments. We love communication to be two ways. So please post a comment when you listen to this interview with Bob Reed and also consider supporting us. That's how we're supported. It's not by government. It's not by corporations. It's because you, the listener, want to make it continue. So please do support us at our site and support your local community radio station. What's the best local community radio station near you, Bob? KQED, KPFA. Oh, KPFA, yeah, right. One of the Pacific founders. KKUP. We have a, I would say, a wealth, but they seem to be falling by the wayside. With more and more things online, the regular broadcast is perhaps less of a vital chink than it used to be in our bulwark of democracy and free thought and rich cultural expression. But they still need your help. And please support your local community radio station and support Northern Spirit Radio if you can. And remember to go out and check on jagerreadmusic.com and find more of the music by Bob. I'm going to have him back very soon for a tribute recording that we're going to do a memorial worship that we'll do in song for someone. So be sure that he'll be back here soon too. And while we're at it, let's go on to another of your songs, Bob. I think Barry's song. I think it's a song that I feel really vulnerable singing this song. It's about something that is not easy to think about. Now, back in 69, maybe, I wound up in a church in Southern California with a bunch of deserters from the Vietnam War that had been given sanctuary in the Unitarian Church. I met a guy there from Louisiana who was on the run from deserting from the Marine Corps. And I wound up uh, helping him get into Canada. And I visited him once up there in Vancouver. And then many years passed. And then Carter gave amnesty to the draft Dodgers. And I was thinking about Barry. And I realized, well, that didn't affect him. He was a deserter. So he was up there still living out the results of his decision. And so I wanted to write a song that helped me to remember that, and that he and so many others were living out the results of their decisions. And I wanted people to think about that. A Thoughtful Moving Song by Bob Reed. It's called Barry's Song. sweet Louisiana As the winter snows come creeping from the north The sun is barely peeking up over the horizon As I watch Vancouver's tides shift back and forth My mama came to see me back last summer And she said things back home are 
the same The freeway's coming through The swamplands that I hunted Carrie Ann just went and changed her name She said a lot of folks were asking how I was doing And then she stopped and said, well, really just a few And some think I'm a coward and some think I'm a fool A couple wish that their boys were here too song is by Bob Reed. He wrote it back in 1977, but this performance is much more recent, 2015 or so, with Judy Jager adding her beautiful lungs to the mix. Now, you're some three years older than I am, so 69, you would have been about 18. Did you face the draft yourself? Did you have to do something about it? I did. I was uh, of prime age. I resisted the draft, which at that time just meant you didn't really do anything. I actually at some point went for a a physical. In the middle of physical, I got pulled out of line to do something or other, and there was an open door. And I thought, well, I'm going to walk through that door. And I just left. I wound up being classified 1A and was scheduled to be drafted And then they changed the lottery system and my number didn't come up. So I would not have gone, but I don't know what my response would have been. I would like to continue to get in as much music of yours as we can possibly do. And again, folks, there is going to be uh, at least a bonus excerpt or two or three from my time speaking with Bob Reed. What shall we share next? In the realm of getting people to think about things, I would like to do Mama, I Can't Breathe. 
But I always feel like I'm telegraphing the song if I say the whole title. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would. And you wrote this one just last year, obviously, when that phrase, I can't breathe, in the time George Floyd, that it became nationally known. What have you been doing locally there? Now, we talked a lot about how George Floyd opened a door that has been closed. His death and that, that video allowed people who were unaware to think, oh, that thing that you've been telling us has been happening is really happening. You know, the, the difference now is that white people believe what black people have been saying has been happening to them. And that's a shift. And it actually, it makes me a little uncomfortable that that's the situation, that the difference is that people are now saying, oh, it's really happening. It's true. And it opens a conversation. Rather than talk about the issues, let's just listen to the song by Bob Reed that he's sharing here today for Song of the Soul. You'll recognize the phrase and the beautiful voices of both Bob Reed and Judy Jager as they sing, Mama, I Can't Breathe. Paper bag is blowing down the sidewalk The smell of tires, the smell of something worse Somewhere someone's crying, somebody's laughing I hear a scream, I hear somebody curse People walking by, people looking People asking what is going on Someone kicks a beer can at a storefront I hear a voice that tells them move along The more things don't change, the more they stay the same Just another piece in a brutal game Lying here, no one knows my name But mama, I can't I can't breathe. 
because I come back from listening to Mom, I Can't Breathe by Bob Reed and Judy Jager. I find myself short on words to say both the trauma of what happened there. Actually, the weekend that that really blew up was just about one year ago. Right on Memorial Day weekend was the annual gathering of the regional Quaker group I'm part of. And for several years, we've been building up to a a decision. So before things blew up in Minneapolis, which is only 75 miles from me, we had made the decision to be fully functioning, actively anti-racist community. Now, Quakers have had a long history of opposing racism and opposing slavery, etc., But this was, okay, we're going to work on this in a very conscious and directed way in each of our parts. And so we're right in the middle of that. Then things explode in Minneapolis. The trauma of people who are just, you know, over the border from me. And yet the question that I had for the entire nation at that time was, why are there still so many people who, in spite of the fact we've seen the videos, they're still in denial? That was really heavy on my heart. It still is. People who I would have otherwise said were really good people, really thoughtful people, really responsible, are in denial in a major way. And I, I find it so hard to reconcile that with my view of the light in each person. How have you reacted over this year? I think as a person of color, the expectation is that racism is so deep in our, our way of life that it's invisible. People don't see it. And they, I think, are, are not used to responding to situations of injustice. I don't think they're used to looking at them. So I'm despondent about the people who are just adamantly on the other side, who seem unwilling to care. I'm grateful for the people who do care, the people who have taken it upon themselves to awaken and address problems. I think that is an uplifting, wonderful thing to have happen. Yeah, it's a mixture both of hope that I feel and despondence, I think is the word you used. The mixture is there, and the light is winning slightly. (laughs) (laughs) But I wouldn't have thought it was quite so narrow a competition. Yeah, but remember, it doesn't take very big flame to drive away the darkness. Could you give us something a little bit more upbeat now? I'm, I'm afraid my heart's a little heavy and I, I need something to inspire me with more light and hope. Well, to think that I have had the life that I have been able to have gives me such hope for every day. And people like Faith Petrick helped me to, I mean, she introduced me to Pete Seeger and, and a lot of people who opened up my life musically and professionally. But she also showed me how to live. She had a long life. When I met her, she was about to retire and chose to hitchhike around the world. Just take off and go. She was an amazing model for aging. I didn't realize I was going to age, but now that I got to watch her, (laughs) I'm grateful that she showed me how to do it and grateful for her invitations. That's a wonderful introduction to Bob Reed's song, Remember the Years We Had Faith, and that faith is Faith Patrick, and that Bob is Bob Reed here today for Song of the Soul. Here is Remember the Years We Had Faith. Remember the years we had faith 
And now we must make do with hope That somewhere inside us she's planted the seed We'll carry and then pass along When we raise our voices in song Well, I knew it was love at first sight The first time I saw her on the stage About to go hitching to circle the world And showing us all that her age Was a springboard instead of a cage When we met I was just twenty-two My wings were broken and bent Her family found me and took me inside I found hope in a town made of tents And faith helped me heal my torments Remember the years we had Somewhere inside us She's planted the seed We'll carry and then pass along When we raise our voices in song Now we crowd in dodging the smoke While she told somebody new joke There was never a twinkle in anyone's eye Brighter than hers round the fire As we raised our voices in choir Now she'd leave us for months at a time But there's a lot more of us than we knew Songs would stick to her flying flower to flower And some would remain in return And we'd all have new songs to learn Remember the years we had faith And now we must make do with hope That somewhere inside us she's planted the seed We'll carry and then pass along When we raise our voices in song Now she nurtured and tended the songs She showed us the strength one voice She was a bridge to those gone before us and she asked us to join in the chorus She asked us to join in the chorus Now we sang this before she was gone We let her know while she was here How much she was loved and while we had the chance we sang her song so she could hear We sang it loud so she could hear Remember the years we had faith And now we must make do with hope That somewhere inside us she's planted the seed We'll carry and then pass along our voices in song Now death is a dance that we do A life is the time we are given Some people spend their lives fearing to die When they're not fearful of living 
faith wasn't afraid to be living Now I'm grateful for all that she gave A life as deep as it was long She helped me to know it's important to grow And that more than just singing our song We must work till we've righted the wrong Remember the years we had faith And now we must make do with hope That somewhere inside us She's planted the seed We'll carry and then pass along When we raise our voices in song When we raise our voices in song the focus of that song was the folk artist Faith Petrick. As Bob's already said earlier in our Song of the Soul interview, Faith was part of the local music community there in the Bay Area. And I assume Melvina Reynolds had to play a good part in that too, that there are so many wonderful folk musicians in that area, people who bring folks together to sing and to sing with one heart. Yes, Faith was kind of the center of it. She was an anchor. She gave us a physical place to be. Oftentimes, I think, what would Faith do? She was an independent thinker. She showed me that there were other possibilities, other ways to do things. And she would not stand to be in the presence of injustice without speaking about it. In the song, you've got verses where you say, you know, that you could share it while she's here. We sang it for her. That's literally true, right? I wrote the song for Faith's 85th birthday. Oh. And she used to sing a song called Give Me My Flowers While I'm Living. And Malvina wrote a song like that, too, about how don't wait till people are dead to give them flowers. Do it now. So that was my bouquet for Faith. And we'd sing it every year. We'd sing it you know, several times a year became a tradition in the San Francisco Folk Music Club at our New Year's gatherings. And Faith would sit in the front row and kind of beam while we sang to her. And then the last verses I, I wrote after she died, I'm sorry she didn't get to hear them. And Pete too, Pete loved that song. And yeah, I'm sorry he didn't get to hear those last two verses. Well, I think it's about time to tie up our Song of the Soul interview. What song can we conclude with? I think it'd be good to go out with From the Heart. Well, you bring so much heart with you, as I said, and this is a really special song that we're going to be going out with today for Song of the Soul. I stumbled onto Judy first via Facebook, and she helped me connect and know you better. I'm so grateful that she did connect me to you, that you've been part of nurturing the music in her, sharing this synthesis, which is a wonderful example that we'll hear in From the Heart. And thank you so much for joining me today for Song of the Soul. Thank you for the invitation. It was cleansing. Thank you. We're going to clean out your heart right now with Bob Reed's song. Again, his website you'll find him at is jagerreadmusic.com. I'll spell it one more time. J-A-E-G-E-R-R-E-I-D music.com. The links on NorthernSpiritRadio.org, along with so many other good musicians, folks, and activists of our world. So join us there. Make sure you check out more of Bob and Judy's music. And here is From the Heart. And we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. Bring your heart. 
Life is a song to be sung from the heart. Listen closely and you'll hear it singing. Let's join our voices together and let it come from the heart. There will be times when you will sing alone. There will be times when you'll join in the chorus. Feel what happens when everyone joins in the song. From the heart, you've got to sing it yourself. Can't be sung by anyone else. Some songs are short while some others are long. What really matters is that you are singing. Fill the world with the music that you have to give From the heart Whether you're singing solo or duet Still have to fashion your own precious melody Taking turns trying to find the right harmony comes From the heart You've got to sing it yourself Can't be sung by anyone else Sing it yourself Can't be sung by anyone else When your singing has come to an end When it seems that you've run out of verses Hope that the others who heard you remember you sang From the heart Life is a song to be sung from the heart Listen closely and you'll hear it sing Let's join our voices together and let it come From the heart Life is a song to be sung from the heart Listen closely and you'll hear it sing Let's join our voices together and let it come From the heart let it come From the heart let it come From the heart let it come the theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.